0: It was late spring in 2009, and my family was in Washington, D.C., to witness my cousin's graduation from Georgetown University. It was Sunday morning, and I'd never been to the cathedral church of St. Peter and St. Paul, and so I walked the few blocks it took to get there for worship. If you are ever in our nation's capital, I strongly recommend making a pilgrimage to Washington National Cathedral, as the cathedral is better known. It is a feast for the senses, architecturally and musically, yes. And on May 17th, 2009, it was a homiletical feast, a feast of preaching, a feast of words. I can't help but reflect on all that has changed internationally, nationally, locally, and personally since that time. In 2009, Sam Lloyd was still Dean of the National Cathedral. iPhones were only two years old The climate crisis was still being described by many as decades away, and Uber was in its second month of operation. A different time, amen? And even though I have changed tremendously in the 13 intervening years, I read Sam's sermon at least annually as a sort of touchstone of my own journey. In the sermon, Dean Lloyd explores God's most fundamental character, love, through the lens of the airport terminal scene of the 2003 Christmas rom-com, Love Actually. One of the characters narrates the scene by saying that whenever he gets gloomy about the state of the world, he thinks about the arrivals terminal at Heathrow Airport and the uncomplicated delight you see on the faces of friends and family as they find each other and reconnect. Then he goes on to say that all the known parting messages by people who died on 9-11 were messages of love. And at the end, the film closes with another scene of airport greetings. Sam then takes and makes a connection that I'll never forget. The gospel readings we hear from John in the great 50 days of Easter called the farewell discourse by scholars. Are Jesus's final words to his disciples and by extension us before his death, resurrection, and ascension? his final important words before his cosmic flight departs, if you will. Jesus distills for the apostles the nugget at the heart of life with God. Love. Love. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. Just as I have loved you, exactly as I have loved you, the manner in which I have loved you, in the same way I have loved you, love one another. When Christians hear Jesus use phrases like, just as, or in the same way, or exactly as, our spidey senses tingle. What specifically is Jesus referring to when he says, just as? In John 13, Jesus is at dinner at the Last Supper with his friends. Then he gets up from dinner, takes off his outer robe, Ties a towel around himself, pours water into a basin, and begins to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. This is the just as of which Jesus speaks. It is not the newest book. It is not the newest program. It is not the newest trend. It is not the newest QVC deal. No, it is the new but very ancient commandment. Love one another just as I have loved you, just as I have knelt at your feet and washed them. Jesus like any person conscious of their impending death, is sharing his heart's most urgent message before it is too late. One of the challenges of this public health crisis is that it makes outward and visible the inward invisible reality that life is fragile and finite. Even for those who are not terminally ill. Jesus, knowing the forces of death were conspiring against him, kneels, wraps a towel around his waist, and begins washing and wiping the feet of his small circle of disciples. Instead of offering another parable or a new teaching, Jesus lives his greatest parable by practicing deep incarnation with those he loves. In the words of one scholar, Jesus told so many parables that he became a parable, ate so many meals with outcasts and sinners that he became a meal for us. Washing the feet of his loved ones and sharing with them the urgency of love before his crucifixion. This is the love of God in Christ in elegant, if messy, action. For Christians, love is more than just an idea. For Christians, Those who have found themselves loved and treasured by God and waiting in the waters of baptism. Love is chemo visits and panicked treks to the pediatrician. Love is holding the hand of a loved one in hospice. Love is showing up to couples therapy when your marriage vows are strained by the weight of busyness and conflict. Love is staying up that extra hour to listen to that friend who can't seem to take a break and catch a break. Love is a verb. Love does. Love is the reproductive health doctor who helps her patients navigate the cumulative barriers to safe and accessible reproductive health care. Love is the parent who leaves the encouraging note in their child's lunchbox. Love is a verb. It's more than an idea. Love does. And in every loving act, every compassionate gesture, every person able to rest a little bit better because their rights aren't walking a threadbare tightrope, Jesus is present cupping ever gingerly our heels saying, give me the other one, amen.